0: This is Thoughts on the Table by DisgracesOnTheMenu.com.
1: Hello and welcome back to Thoughts on the Table, the audio blog on food and food culture. Paolo here again, your host, and a very, very special episode today. So this is our Christmas special, and I have two very, very special guests with me. Connected uh, online, I have Miriam, who is a dear friend, originally from Sicily, who is based in the UK. Hi, Miriam.
2: Hello. <laughs> How are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> I am I'm very, very honored to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> That's awesome to have you. And with me here in the office, my wife, Candace.
0: Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you probably recognize her voice if she speaks a bit more.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'm what the voice of uh, your introduction. Yeah. Yes. Um, from oh, many years ago. It's been a long time.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and she's originally from Saskatchewan. Uh, so, in Canada. That's right. So, what we're going to do tonight is because it's night, so I'm going to kind of put into the mood of the night is talk about Christmas talk about all the Christmas traditions and compare Sicily, a bit of northern Italy and Saskatchewan. So just a crazy experiment here. (laughs) Uh, So let's start with um, the time leading up to Christmas. So I will create an atmosphere. there probably be on music right now playing, uh, thanks to the magic of post-production. And uh, so it's getting cold. It's freezing cold in Saskatchewan, obviously. It's late November or early December. Um, When do you put up a tree or a nativity scene?
2: Right. So um, I come from the south of Italy and my family is quite religious. So for all my life in Italy, the Christmas tree and the nativity have been put up on the night of the 7th of December which is leading to the 8th of December, which is the Immaculate Conception, mm-hmm. which is for um, non-religious uh, people when the angel Gabriel says to, to Mary, you're pregnant, you're going to have Jesus. Um, so, so the Christmas tree, uh, the night of the 7th of December, and uh, when we were little, uh, the nativity, which used to take the whole um, piece of furniture, uh, the mm-hmm. sideboard, it was uh, probably two meter and a half long. And it was incredible. And um, we had a lot of uh, figurines uh, representing uh, the pastors. Uh, the uh, There were all sorts of figurines, even a, a guy making pizza. I mean, <laughs> <What>? people went... <laughs> We all went mental with these uh, nativity figurines. Uh, nevertheless, we just loved it. A lot of camels and and pigs and and sheep. But the camels okay
1: in Palestine. I can see them, but the pizza, pizza I'm not so sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we did. We even add two pizza makers in our nativity. Ah,
1: well. With so many guests, you need two ovens for sure.
2: <laughs> amazing. It was amazing. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so 7th, Dece- 7th, 8th of December. It's funny, and, um,
1: actually. I mean, I'm going interrupt you because, okay, I'm from the north. And we had a dude making polenta. <laughs> now I remember.
2: In so, your nativity scene? Yeah, in
1: my nativity scene, there was a polenta guy. <laughs> see, with, see. Yeah, it's really nice because 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 you would put a little light in the bottom of this uh, cauldron. So there was like a simulation of um, of cooking on the fire. And if you were clever, and I was very clever as a kid, I would put one of the Christmas lights inside the cauldron to make it look like it was fire. I would choose the red one or the yellow one. And uh, yeah, so the polenta maker was functional. Yeah, exactly.
0: He's
2: very, very smart. Yeah, a lot of fun. And uh, if I can say something about the, the nativity, mm-hmm. at the end of uh, the Christmas period, which is when the, actually the mages... Uh, go to bring gifts to Jesus. Uh, It was our time to go absolutely mental with this nativity and uh, everyone was was going to meet Jesus uh, Power Rangers (laughs) Micro Machines, uh, Polly Pockets uh, a lot of dinosaurs uh, and uh, we used to also do the race with camels uh, me and my brothers so it was amazing, this nativity scene (laughs) was a complete mess on the 6th of of January but uh, I loved it I just loved it
1: Uh, For me, too. There was a nativity um, scene. Some years we would set it up. Some years we wouldn't. I guess depends on my mom's mood, really, (laughs) whether she wanted it or not. Uh, But also there was a Christmas tree that would start to appear. It wasn't always there, but uh, from a certain point onwards... You didn't always have a Christmas tree? No, because the nativity scene was the main thing back then. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then, you know, we we started doing the tree, and then we would do the, the, the nativity scene under the tree, which I think is like an abomination, but... Uh, You're mixing, you know, two traditions.
0: Yeah, so Miriam's eyes are going a little, whoa. Um, No, no, I had friends, um, uh, French Canadians, who their tradition, they were very Catholic, and their tradition was always to put their nativity scene under the tree. And they thought Mm. that that was very appropriate.
2: It's, I mean, mix and match, but uh, I don't think people realize that, uh, because Christmas uh, originally... You know, it was a pagan uh, festivity rather than a religious fe- and the And the and the Christmas tree represents that. Yeah. Whether well, the nativity is something more religious. So it's like uh, both words coming together, but uh, I think it's rather nice. So unless you are, uh, I don't know the word in English, is a bigotto.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a bigot, yes, a purist.
2: <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I, unless you're that, and I think we shouldn't be that. Um, then, uh, yeah. I think it's absolutely fine, mixing and matching.
1: (laughs) Well, I've done worse, actually. Uh, A little story. (laughs) So we used to have an aquarium. (laughs) 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 So the aquarium was um, placed into a wall. So you would see it from the hallway and from the living room. Okay, so... Um, but then you know how it goes for aquariums. It's hard to keep them. So at some point, the fishes died and whatever. We stopped putting the water in it. So that was a perfect place for an activity scene. So one year I, I did that and I had to kind of, um, you know, belay down the, the, the various, (laughs) <laughs> Statue using wires. Oh, you and you
0: couldn't uh, access it directly. No, you had to. Okay.
1: No, it wasn't easy to do. And then I put the lighting and uh, you know the the star, which had to kind of come in from the top. So so this was the most sophisticated nativity scene uh, that I've done inside an
2: aquarium. Amazing.
1: Without the water, though.
2: No, I mean uh, it, it's it's lovely. Uh we should bring that uh, back.
0: Let's let's absolutely, yeah. yes.
2: I wanted to ask a question to both of you actually. You mentioned the um nativity play. Yeah. And uh, I wondered uh I wanted to ask you, what have you played in these nativity plays normally at school?
0: Well, in my school it wasn't it was very much more cultural than religious. Um we would have, we would be a choir and we would sing a bunch of Christmas carols that we'd practiced. And there would probably be some kind of little play. And I actually can't even remember anything that we did at school. But at church, um, there was always some little play that they would find like about the meaning of Christmas. But um, there was never, I don't recall there actually being a nativity. Like
2: we didn't really act that out. Because you weren't chosen as married. That's why you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that must be it. <laughs> I was never married because uh, I don't know why. I mean, in, in Palestine or uh, in the Middle East, uh, you normally would expect people to be um, brown skin or uh, brown eyes and definitely brown hair. But all Marys have blue eyes and and blonde hair of course i'm i'm yeah i know i'm not none of them and so i was playing the tree (laughs) (laughs) one of the trees actually i had just two lines uh, in my entire thing i was looking ridiculous um but uh, yeah i was never married
0: (laughs) i bet you sparkled like crazy
2: (laughs) No, no no no, no not not very much <laughs> i remember i don't not remember my lines I just remember that uh, I had to gesture something and uh, i I kind of showed my my trunk at some point oh, like that with my hand you cannot see the gesture in the in the recording, but uh, yes that that was it I was trying to make the most of my three appearance <laughs> <laughs> very striking but. <part. laughs> So many trees in the desert. Star of the show. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, memorable for sure. All right. And you? Did you? No, uh, no, no, no place for me. Um not in church, not in school? No, not at all. But I probably would be baby Jesus if I could pick. <laughs> Obviously, I would have an of appearance course. at midnight. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, so um right, so we we got to the preparation, so you said you know the the tree goes up on the seventh of December for you Miriam, and for you Candace, when did you normally start the tree and uh,
0: whenever whenever we got a tree. around, <laughs> I mean well whenever we got around to it because we lived on a farm, so you don't just trot down to the the tree storming I mean, you have to be going to town but um sometimes we had a real tree sometimes we had like the fake tree there was not a set day, anyway, for uh, for putting it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. And then, you know, we we have the tree up. What happens to the presents? Do they appear under the tree if you do a tree, or do they appear around an activity scene? Or has it got nothing to do with that? They will actually show up much later. What was it for you, uh, Miriam? Um,
2: so it was impractical having presents uh, under the tree for almost... Uh, three weeks because otherwise uh, how could mom or anyone clean below the tree so they never appeared until the 24th evening when uh, everyone started bringing up to our house or my grandparents house the, the presents so yes so they appeared very very late uh, every now and then there was some panettone or pandoro but something that you can move easily when you have to hoover so italians <laughs> are really meticulous about
1: cleaning i've noticed know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially Instead, when know, it's
2: a, a real tree with all the needles that go down so
1: Yes, absolutely. And they probably had the same problem. And you also had like a, a three-inch thick carpet underneath the tree. Um, so,
0: Where, Canada? Or in Canada, was, or in well, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but the presents will take the most of the dust and uh, protect the carpet.
0: Well, yeah, I remember my mom not wanting to put Christmas decorations of the tree up too early because she didn't want to dust all of that. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was kind of an influence on when the tree went up. But... Um, whether we had a real tree or a Christmas tree, as soon as you wrap a present, it goes under the tree, and so it was just it would just build up, like over the over the weeks.
1: Yes, for me, it was um, they would appear on midnight or uh, during the night. When my Santa obviously was uh, was bringing them. Did you believe in Santa, Candice?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, as a kid, I I absolutely believed in Santa, and I thought it was. A little scary, a little creepy that there was some strange man coming into the house, but um, like they assured me that he was a very nice man, um, and I can't remember when I stopped believing. But at some point I stopped. But you still kind of carry that on because, like, you and I are doing stockings this year, yeah, you... which would be from Santa.
1: Oh no. stockings are from Santa. I I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. well, Santa
0: is paying you a visit this year.
1: For us, it would be the Bethana. It would be esatto. yeah yes. that would bring stockings um there's no translation in english i don't think for the,
2: it's um, a sort of a witch uh, i don't even know who she is exactly P- some people uh, fantasize of uh, she being uh, santa's mistress <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's getting into a very strange episode <laughs> uh, yeah but i never believed in santa um uh, as a kid uh, um some friends of mine uh, did, but uh, I don't know why I never, never did. Uh, I just was too rational. I didn't have a chimney. How could he come to my house? Right. Yeah, it's not practical now.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It probably comes in an Amazon box these days anyway. Right. You <laughs> hear <laughs> yes. them coming. Um, okay, so for me, maybe because my mom thought that, you know, Babbo Natale, which is Italian Santa, um, was a bit too pagan of, of a thing to introduce to a kid. So I don't know if it was her idea or it's just the way it goes in my family, but it was actually baby Jesus bringing the presents. <laughs> so Candace is rolling on the floor right now. <laughs> I just think
0: that's the funniest thing. Why would baby Jesus bring you presents? Like, wise man, man, okay, but baby Jesus? I don't know. It was like, cosa ti porta
1: Gesù bambino? What is baby Jesus bringing you? Uh, <laughs> what, was this just your family or was, did everybody get a, did believe this? I didn't quite do a survey. I should probably <laughs> just ask around. But yeah, I think you know, it was thinking about it, it's really strange because of all the problems that he's gonna have, you know, you know, he hasn't been born yet. He has right. to worry about, about presents. That doesn't make any sense. So I I ask my mouth next time.
0: But okay, so Santa was too pagan, but the Bufana is not pagan, a witch? Uh,
1: that's very good point. Um that's I guess, super
2: good point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh I mean it would be the three kings, so technically I think the Befana is sort of the pagan equivalent of, of the three kings coming to meet Jesus, um, you know, a couple of weeks after he was born. So um, so I think it, it coincides with that.
0: But honestly, how pagan is Santa? Because it's St. Nicholas. I mean, I don't actually even know that story, but maybe he's not completely pagan.
1: Uh, that's too much above <laughs> my pay grade. <laughs> no idea. Anyway, we got to Christmas Eve. Now, you know, the presents uh, at this point are under the tree. I'll show up with Amazon at some point in the night. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, I remember at that point, I really wanted to go to sleep because the most important thing for me was to get to the next day as quickly as possible. So I was trying as much as possible to fall asleep, fall asleep, fall asleep, focus on that. And the more you focus on that, the less you fall asleep. It's mm-hmm. the hardest thing to do when you're so excited as a kid, but then eventually find a way to get myself bored <laughs> or something, and I will fall asleep. Um, is that the same for you, Miriam? Are you trying to get to the next day?
2: No, not at all. Because we, as a family, always have opened the presents uh, uh, the twenty fourth at twelve in oh, the evening. Oh, that's clever and uh, actually since we were kids uh, and uh, in theory we should have gone to, to sleep at some point and opening the presents especially when we, in the 90s uh, when uh, there was a, a mountain of presents to open and we were a lot of kids so opening presents uh, would take a couple of hours at least
1: how many kids do you have a lot of
2: siblings i have two siblings two brothers and then my uh, two cousins uh, that uh, used to come from Messina, another close city in uh, in Sicily, mm-hmm. and so they they usually came on the twenty fourth uh, evening, and then there were also other three cousins of mine. So we were quite a, a few kids in that house. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it was it was amazing. And if I have to look for pleasant memories, happy memories, uh, those are the days, so especially with my 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 cousin Laura I mean uh, she's the sister that I never had uh, mm. so amazing amazing
1: <laughs> so it was a gathering of families as well yes awesome. yes yeah what about you Candice
0: so yeah our Christmas Eve um really wasn't that great I mean you kind of expect Christmas Eve to be this wonderful thing, because on TV it's always a wonderful thing, but but ours was really disappointing, <laughs> actually. It was just, uh, we didn't do anything, we would just kind of have, you know, our normal time. um with not a very good meal, because we'd be eating a big meal the next day. Um, yeah, and then I would try to go to sleep, but, but probably being a, a night owl. I would be up watching a Christmas movie, long past Santa also known as Mum, would have, you know, come and filled my stockings. And she'd, you know, kind of look at me and be like, don't watch what I'm doing. Fine. And then go and fill mine and my brother's stocking. And then she would go to bed and uh, I would sneak up to bed when I was done the movie and pretend that I didn't see that my stocking was already full.
1: Yeah, Miriam has a
2: question. Oh, what's the question? Stocking? You do the stockings uh, for Christmas then? So all the presents uh, fit in, in the stocking? How? how no, no, how is no, no, no. There's
0: a stocking, which is from Santa. Ah, okay. And then there's presents, which is from the family, and you know, grandparents and all that. So the stocking would usually be... Are you ready to talk about stockings? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The stocking would usually be um, small things like something for your hair and a toothbrush. My mom always put an orange in the toe, like just little toiletries that you need, uh, mints and gum and always a little pack of chocolates or something. And this was from Santa. <laughs> and my mom would always say she didn't want to put good presents in the stocking because she wanted the credit for the good presents she didn't want the credit going to santa for the good present Fair enough
2: <laughs> oh that's so interesting because uh, when we do stockings uh, then later on on the 6th of january it's normally either filled with uh, chocolate and sweets or with sweet coal
0: <laughs> and this is from bufana Yes. Yes.
2: The la befana. If you've been a, a a bad boy, a bad girl, would bring you coal, but still sweet coal. Um, I never had that because uh, I always oh, been a bad, uh, good oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, they they do sell this sweet uh, coal. do know. Have you yeah, ever yeah. heard of that, uh, Paolo?
1: Oh yeah, no, no, we have it in the north too. Yeah, it. I think traditionally you would get coal, <laughs> real coal, because there actually was a use for it. Um, but uh, but no, it then invented the fake coal that is actually candy. But yeah, for me too, it was uh, filled with um, uh, chocolate.
0: Well, when did your stocking? When did you get your stocking? The sixth of January.
1: Yeah, for me it was the sixth of January too. Wow. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, yeah, and,
0: and Buffon. No, yours was Baby Jesus. No, no.
1: Oh. At that point, Baby Jesus is actually two weeks old. He's kicking around uh, already. <laughs> And uh, So
0: baby Jesus brings you presents Bufana brings you a stocking That's right
1: Okay it's, it's now, you know, if I understand Correctly, we One way or another, you've already opened your present Miriam.
0: Well, Paolo has been asleep Since 9pm, Candice has been asleep Since 3am
1: <laughs> Yes um, and then, you know, Paolo, uh, at five, five fifteen would be up, um, uh, awake as ever been. And he would just venture himself to the living room and to the tree and start unwrapping some presents and what? all by yourself. Well, probably with my brother who will probably be dragged, um, because, you know, it would probably be curious to see if it was for him or for me and make sure I mix them up.
0: Um, but you'd open your presents without your parents there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this was um, a private uh, event. Um, just me and my brother opening presents.
0: Well, Did you get your parents' presents? No. <laughs> did you get your brother a present?
1: Okay, in later year. yes. Uh, we had an agreement that we would um, s- spend the same amount of money from our weekly pay to buy each other something. Then we agreed that we could just give each other money. And because <laughs> it was the same amount of money. <laughs> money it became pointless well i guess it was up to that limit so my brother would check how much i put in and put a little bit less
2: (laughs) amazing
1: so very very magic so this is a
0: sad little christmas in my mind compared to my christmas like you just kind of roll out of bed and go and you know obliterate all the christmas presents and like was that joyful for you
1: Oh, it was very joyful because there would be probably, uh, I don't know, some big gym or uh, you know, this sort of good toys anyway. Good toys, yeah, the best toys. So yeah, there was always some excitement.
0: Um, How many presents? Lots or just one or two?
1: Three or four, something like that. From our parents only, grandma would always give us some cash to put away. That was done, you know, in advance. Um, Yes, so the presents would be from my parents. And we wouldn't get them presents. Um, You
0: didn't get your parents' presents?
1: No, no, because um, I guess they didn't want.
0: Did you get your grandma present? No. (laughs) This just, like, screams sad Christmas to me. Now that you think about it, yes. (laughs) And it also explains why I've had to put so much effort into getting you into the Christmas spirit since we met. Yeah. 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 (laughs)
1: Candace loves Christmas. My
0: family loves Christmas.
1: Right. So let's talk about Christmas Day now. (laughs) Okay. So we're all up one way or another. Presents at this point uh, have been open. No, wait a minute. No,
0: no,
1: no. Your presents, Candace, will have to be open, uh, but not privately. It has to be an event. No,
0: no, no. You're getting too far ahead of yourself. So, yes, I've gone to bed at like 3 a.m., but my brother and I are up at probably 6 a.m., 7 a.m., and because we've got the stockings that we need to open. And yes, stocking opening can be a private thing. That doesn't happen in front of everybody. So for some reason, we, my brother and I would gather around this little nightlight right beside my parents' bedroom. And we would open our stockings in front of this little nightlight. Instead of just going downstairs and turning a light on, we would drag our stuff up the stairs right beside my parents' bedroom, and open everything and just, like, squeal, whisper squeal, and just have such a good time just opening our mints and our chocolates and these little toys that that Santa would put into the stocking. Um, And then we were up because we were so excited. So whatever time it was, we were up. And mom would probably get up at around six because she had to put on the turkey. So Christmas Day (laughs) would start early.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. Um, What about you, Miriam?
2: Uh, So just let me say that i absolutely love the, the the stocking thing and it's so magical and i just felt uh, a kid myself and i sort of uh, teleported there with you <laughs> back in day like ah, so i squealed with you <laughs> with
0: Maybe a I'll toothbrush talking next year <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> i love i love christmas too i don't know if you've noticed <laughs> so christmas day for me so um so, uh, just let me go back a little step. So, the twenty fourth evening, uh, the opening of the presents uh, w- was lasting two hours because uh, normally my mom would be under the Christmas tree calling up uh, the presents. So, this is uh, for Miriam from uh, Grandma and Granddad. <laughs> ah,
1: so, everyone.
2: <gasps> yes, <laughs> and this is to Giovanni from so. That's why it was lasting two hours. It was so pleasant, especially now I understand the irony of some presence between adults because uh, as kids, we were so focused on our toys, but also the adults, I mean, some horrendous scarves or some really idiotic things because people don't know what to buy until the very last minute and they buy the most ridiculous thing and oh, thanks. <laughs> so, so now that I remember things like, oh, that was funny. Uh, but anyway, so you go, you go home with all of your presents and then the day after, normally Christmas was uh, o- hosted at my grandma, but uh, mama was doing most of the cooking uh, starting very early to prepare lasagna, to prepare um, all the main and course. Everything was done by my mom. Uh, So I was trying to to get up uh, early and help her as much as I could. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. That's good
2: of you. I did nothing
0: like that. No. No, I didn't help at all. After the stockings... My brother and I are going to, you know, have something for breakfast. Nothing special, just usual breakfast. And then, of course, because we're on the farm, my dad would have to go and do chores. So he would have to go and feed the cows. And we're just itching, like, just cannot wait to start opening the presents. So we have to wait for two things. My dad to finish up with the cows and my grandparents to come over with their great big haul of stuff that they contribute to Christmas morning. So they lived on the same farm, but in um, their own house. And so they would load up their car, even though it was like a 30-second, well, two-minute walk over to the house. But they would load up the car with dessert and sweet salad and um, usually like a great big basket of presents. It was just so exciting when this new lot of presents would come and be unloaded. And then finally, dad would come in, grandparents were there, we could start.
1: Fantastic. Would grandpa come with his pickup truck?
0: Well, for some reason, no, they would come with the car. It's more elegant.
1: Christmas, uh, you know, you don't want to use the pickup truck, you know.
0: No, no, you want the elegance of the car.
1: And it's literally uh, 50 meters.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit farther than that. (laughs) I have a question now, then. So it sounds like your grandpa wanted to... It's like representing the best suit, you know? Wearing the best clothes, uh, bringing the best vehicle. Did you also dress up? No, uh, I... I've always uh, wore my best clothes, uh, put makeup when I was a teenager and, uh, you know, showing my best self. But I know yeah. of people uh, not bothering at all. And uh, even uh, so, if you were hosting, uh, some people don't don't even bother to put uh, anything else than the pyjama. And I think that's, uh, that's not acceptable because it's Christmas yeah. and you should be wearing your best clothes because it's a... Uh, It's a holiday and you should celebrate. So that's Ah, the way I see. I get that. I
0: get that. But for us, no, it was a very active day with uh, like all this present opening and all this eating. So you had to be comfortable. So it was like you know comfy pants and your your third best shirt.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do I remember Grandpa was wearing his uh, his tie? His
0: his bolero tie. His string tie.
1: String tie, which is very much like a. uh, cowboy, um. It's
2: like the Texan, the Texan yeah, one, isn't it?
1: Exactly. The- yeah, exactly. Yeah, much in boots, uh, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah, Grandpa would dress up. And I think my grandma would too, because they didn't have to be down on the floor.
1: Excellent. Yeah, I know. I, I was so privileged to be there uh, and experience that.
0: Uh. Well, I had no idea that our Christmas was, you know, something to behold. It was just normal to me. And I think lots of my friends had Christmas like this, but it is a big Christmas festivity for us
1: absolutely it looks like it was for Miriam too and instead you know for me was uh, something a lot a lot smaller um we're now at the opening of the presents now that everybody's back uh, and is gathering around the tree and uh, yeah i was there too uh twice Uh, two christmases there and yes that thing that you described miriam that was so nice for you was probably one of the worst moments for me because i mean do get me Like wrong. the
2: auction thing. It's you know the
1: auction. You know, uh, <laughs> that's the thing, the pressure. You know, all eyes on on you. Right. Uh, but
0: the opener as well as the giver, there's pressure on both. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And because you know, you know who's going to be from. Like it's not Secret Santa. No. <laughs> you don't do that it'd be fun but no you go uh, and you know this is for you Paolo's from uh, your mother-in-law so you go and wrap this oh it's nicely wrapped oh uh, and then you look at oh it's a orange sweater because at one point I, I mentioned that orange was my favorite color
0: <laughs> every Aww. year something orange shows up
1: in hindsight that's the worst mistake I've ever made oh uh, yeah.
2: Anyway. I think that that was very sweet. (laughs) Very
1: sweet. Now I have a collection of orange things. All came at Christmas and
2: all good quality.
1: They're all great quality. Yeah, absolutely. I still have some. Anyway, yes. So there is a lot of pressure. The option
2: was making you uncomfortable.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, again, you have to react like you said. You know, it's like, ooh, yeah, I can really use this.
0: For Canadians, this is no problem. That's what we do every day. (laughs)
2: That because you're known as the the most uh, the, the kindest of people uh, the kindest
0: most polite we have no problem acting like this is the best present we have ever gotten, even if it's not. <laughs>
2: It, it sounds to me like the, the atmosphere was very, very polite and composed. Whether in my house, it was more like a fish market. So <laughs> even though people were looking at you for a split second, then there was so much chaos and all the wrapping paper going around that even if they were trying to look at you, what you were trying to open, I mean, you couldn't feel the pressure. You just wanted to open your present. I mean, we were just kids. We wouldn't, we couldn't care less if they were watching
1: Uh, No, this was very theatrical. You will have the spotlight on you. Oh, come on. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, You're expected to say something. Um, You're accepting the speech. Yeah, that's
0: true. (laughs) And then the the giver is expected to say a little something, maybe where they got it or why they thought this would be good.
1: (laughs) Very cringy. Um, Anyway, luckily, it's now all over. There's a pile of uh, wrapping paper, um, which somebody will probably volunteer to pick up at this point and then uh, you know i think we were just starting to to think about about dinner or, or lunch whatever you want to call it <laughs> um so yeah let's jump to lunch is that okay
2: yeah it's always right. good talking about food i mean uh, that's uh what christmas gravitates around no it's food
1: oh yeah definitely that was the the big moment for me uh, for sure so much effort is put into that meal so my mother would start cooking really the day before uh because there a lot of appetizers and other things that you can make in advance like uh, yeah vitello tornato do you have wow that? Yes. yes
2: especially mm, my michele's mom uh, yeah. does it my, my husband's mom does it and it delicious delicious Uh, never had it because it's not traditional in my house and then when i started dating mickey and staying with him i mean i just love it i don't know if it is her or uh, uh, zia antonia i don't remember anywhere one of the two delicious Mm -hmm.
1: it's a strange meal i was talking about this in a recent podcast you have like a tuna sauce served on top of veal so it's a mix of fish and meat that doesn't make a lot of sense but um it is actually very traditional and uh, yeah, now we don't eat meat but it's still something that I remember uh, fondly. Um, okay, so as I was saying, start cooking the day in advance to, to start making these things and then, um, you know, appetizers and then, you know, you put out uh, probably a big um, first course, probably lasagne or cannelloni or some kind of baked mm-hmm. pasta mm-hmm. followed usually by um, a couple of second courses. There'll be a fish dish for sure, like an orato or a branzino or something like mm-hmm. that, which normally would be my dad's specialty. He is uh, known in the family for cooking fish and knowing how to prepare fish. So he, he would always do something like that. And my mother uh, would do maybe a roast. Um, we would also have a thing we call roast beef. <laughs> In Italian accent, which is roast beef, which is actually the British way of preparing roast beef. So it's only seared on, on the outside and it's quite pink in the middle. Mm. And so she would make that and it's served cold and sliced really thin.
0: So you'd have lasagna and roast beef? Yeah, why not? I
2: mean, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. It's 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 just incredible.
0: Do you have like the sides for roast beef, like potatoes and...
1: Yes, definitely there'll be some sides, some roasted vegetables or le patate, patatine, cooked together sometimes with the roast to get all the fat (laughs) from it. Um, Very healthy. And um, uh, yes, there will be also other sides. Was it similar for you?
2: Oh, yeah. The fact is that uh, you mentioned almost uh, all the uh, dishes that we were doing at our house. uh, I mean, we weren't uh, very big on fish. Uh, We always done uh, mainly beef. Uh, as second courses or um or pork because salsiccia sausage, which for us is not the the little sausages it's just the the big round of sausages all together, normally fennel uh, sausage um so that was one of the things that we could have and uh, yes lasagna cannelloni you you, you say them all sometimes tortellini with ragu. oh interesting. Uh, or oh, ragu and cream, they would ask you, do you want it just red, do you want it white? And I always want, well, wh- why not both? And sometimes at the end of the of the, of the plate, I was just mixing them both. So, so the ragu was getting creamy as well. <laughs> so it, it became sort of cre- pink rather than either red or no, white.
1: Oh, well, I can see that that's, bit, that's very good, uh, actually. <laughs> All right, let's 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 go back to that turkey. It's been cooking now for five, probably six hours. What,
0: 20 minutes a pound or something
1: like that? 20 minutes a pound.
0: Isn't that the, the rule?
1: I don't know the rule, but it was a lot of pounds, this <laughs> thing. Uh, you know, ovens in North America are huge because of the turkeys. Uh, that's the sole reason why they need to be that big. Uh, but yeah, the turkey is ready now, I think. Uh, it should be ready because it's looking... Uh, Quite, quite dry, but that's not the problem because you have lots of sides to have it with. Is that well, right?
0: You have a huge vat of gravy to rehydrate your turkey, or else you can do the brown meat, which is more moist.
1: Okay. So there's the white meat and the brown meat in turkey. And mm-hmm. uh, so you can choose your level of dryness, I guess. That's right. <laughs> but then you know, you rehydrate with gravy, which is made by scraping the pan, all that business. Uh,
0: yeah, I think so. I never made it, but yeah, I think so.
1: Mm-hmm. So you deglaze the pan and make this this gravy. But it doesn't end there because you also have plenty of sauces to pair with. So mm-hmm. let's well, go through not... the selection.
0: Okay, not really sauces. I mean, you've got turkey. and We only do the one course, right? There's not multiple courses. So you've got your turkey. And then there's a huge uh, dish of mashed potatoes. Very creamy, lots of butter. Um, and then you'll have your roast carrots. And then the Laird salad that my dad and I would always make actually on Christmas Eve. So that has like lettuce and cheese and mayo. And you know, for him, it would have bacon, not for me. And, um, what boiled eggs. It was a fantastic salad. I still like that salad. Um, but I know what you are wanting me to say is that there would be a couple sweet salads on the table. <laughs> and for some reason, this shocked you, your Christmases with us.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Turkey at that point is, is not really savory. It is, it's more of a blank canvas. Yes. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with it. In fact, I have to say that I did like some of the sweet salads that you had it with. So mm-hmm. one of them was, I remember, uh, pistachio.
0: Yes, it's made of pistachio jello pudding. And there's marshmallows mixed in with it. And then you decorate it with maraschino cherries. Um and that was one of my favorites. oh, and then you do put there are some nuts in it, maybe it's from the the jello mix. wow um, excellent, but you don't you don't eat it on the turkey. I mean it's on your plate, but you don't it's not like you cover the turkey with your sweet salad. The other sweet salad was one that my grandma would make and bring over, and it had it was called uh ambrosia salad, and so sometimes it would have rice, it would have a lot of pineapple, and it would also have maraschino cherries, and I think sometimes grapes and and kind of a a uh, mayo Cool Whip dressing on top of it. I don't know, but it was very sweet. And I didn't love that one too much, but that was a, a yearly guest on the table. I think
1: well, you may hear the cat. Uh, <laughs> she wants attention. <laughs> she wants attention, she wants food. Mm, speaking of which, uh, of course, there will also be cranberries, uh, cranberry sauce.
0: Yes, cranberry from the can.
1: From the can. Well, a lot of the things actually come from cans because well, what can you do is it the middle of winter. Well, that's true. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, not very many things came from cans. If you have corn, that would be from a can. Yes.
1: Yeah, or those, you know, the pudding, uh, those those things, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah. packaged. Excellent. Well, I guess
0: the pumpkin pie would be from a can.
1: Right. That. This comes to dessert. Then, pumpkin pie.
0: Well, yeah, I know Americans. I think pumpkin pie is usually a Thanksgiving thing, but for us, anyway, it was always Christmas. So you would have pumpkin pie for christmas with probably fresh whipped cream um but my mom would always have um a chocolate pie and you could decide if you wanted cold chocolate pie or hot chocolate pie so one that was baked or one that was made with you know the jello mix chocolate pudding and that was my favorite
1: jello mix chocolate pudding that's very confusing to me but anyway it's a chocolate pie and uh, instead the uh the pumpkin pie in case you wonder Miriam I don't know if you ever had it. It doesn't taste at all like pumpkin. Um, it's uh. Yes, it does. No, I, I have you ever tasted the pumpkin?
0: Well, no, I've never tasted anything other than pumpkin pie. But I mean, it's it's pureed pumpkin in that can that you then just you know mix spices in and put it in your pie shell.
2: Well, what do you mean you never taste pumpkin other than the pumpkin pie? Well, I don't think I've I've really eaten pumpkin other than
0: in pumpkin pie.
2: <laughs> what? Next time we meet. Uh... Next Halloween, because uh, I am a fan of Halloween because it's pumpkin time, but to, to make them uh, sweet and sour as we do them in Sicily.
1: So In North America, all those pumpkins get thrown away. Absolutely.
0: You know, you no, that's a
2: mortal <laughs> sin. That baby Jesus would be very upset. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, let's finish with... Um, so we have had lunch. Now there's an afternoon. Sorry, this is taking very... A well, I'm lot, curious lot of time. what
0: Miriam's day is like because she's had the presents and the, uh, the meal. Did you have the meal Christmas Eve?
2: Yes, but we normally have... Um, we used to have uh, pizza... Uh, on the evening yes I know it's very cliche Um, but uh, it wasn't the the round pizza that you get from the pizzeria the pizza that we had on Christmas evening is normally from the uh, the bakery so it's the square rectangular pizza Mm -hmm. and uh, there is a this uh, a very famous place in in Palermo where I'm from uh, where you have to queue up uh, since early in the afternoon so my dad used to saint of a man used to go there very early and then taking the ticket uh, and placing the order and then coming back later in the evening to pick up uh, several trays of uh, of pizza so that's what we had and the 24th evening something very very simple uh, because uh, you need something to to put away very fast uh, you don't want your kitchen to be an additional mess considering all the presents evocals later on. Um, so the day of Christmas, 25th, we have the proper meal, but we sit uh, at the table at uh, lunchtime. That for us is uh, one, even two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it lasts for hours, <laughs> uh, like until 4 or uh, 4.30. And then uh, it's uh, it's game time so right. it's uh, yeah. tombola it's bingo time <laughs> bingo with, time it's bingo time with all the presents uh, that are so every <laughs> I, I don't know i we just love tombola time because uh, when people uh, call the numbers uh, the other people uh, pretend not to, not to hear what they say or pretend they, they have won already some of the prizes. <laughs> so it's just a shush, shush, shush. <laughs> and then uh, we have the stories to make the, the, the other people understand what the number is. So, for example, my dad is the worst or the best, actually. If the 41 comes up, it doesn't say 41. It just says Pearl Harbor. And <laughs> if you have studied, you say 41, <laughs> yes. Or then there are other events. And when it comes one... Mm-hmm. He starts singing the song by the U2, but <laughs> he sings it in the whoa, love, whoa, love. Everyone joins in and it's just a mess. And my grandma cannot stand that because she doesn't understand what, what is going on and just call the numbers. So it's <laughs> just, I love game time.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a complete mess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's amazing. lovely. lovely,
1: lovely. Oh, no, nothing like that in my family. Um, (laughs) We would be me probably on the computer. So you had your lasagna, you had
2: your beef and then computer. Yeah, computer. Christmas is over.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, Though, yeah, we would have a a tombola too, but it was very, very strict. You know, just read the numbers and, you know, just get on with it. It's
2: boring.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, not quite the same. Uh, you guys in Saskatchewan instead, uh, you know, big uh, game players for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. My grandpa has a couple of games that he really likes. So one called Aggravation that you know has been passed down to my generation too. He made each of us um, a nice wooden aggravation board. So and I'm just looking for friends to come over and play aggravation with us. So maybe when uh, lockdown is over, Miriam and Michaeli will come yes. over and play aggravation. Yeah,
1: I'm sure you love it. This is actually a very very good game. It's called Aggravation because it's m- The purpose is, you know, to win by pretty much making other people lose. It's very in the spirit of Christmas. It's very
2: aggravating. Aggravation. (laughs) (laughs) It it Uh, sounds more like Armageddon or (laughs) something. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, Grandpa is especially uh, famous for going after people rather than trying to score and bring points home. He
0: just wants to kill.
1: Yeah, who can I get?
0: (laughs) Who can I get? And he he wins like 70% of the time. It's amazing
1: for sure wow anyway aggravation but also there will be uh, a puzzle probably on sitting on a table somewhere uh, for people who are in between games maybe
0: (laughs) for people who need a break from something
1: (laughs) or enough family time they need to cool down
2: no there is no such a thing as enough family time at Christmas you just have to stay together all the time (laughs) at all costs it's just because it's the only time of the year when you can do that except for this year of course yeah it's just an amazing time
1: well we got almost the end of the day but yeah we haven't talked about your desserts i mean what, what did you have in sicily
2: so come on, I'm from Palermo, I'm from Sisi, so of course there is a cassata and cannoli and a lot of, uh, yes, so ricotta is the, the main uh, ingredient of uh, our um, mm. our um, desserts in general, especially for Christmas. And of course we have a lot of uh, little pigna and uh, you know those little things with fruit on top uh, i don't know how to call them eh uh, i dolcini pasticcini. i pasticcini yes yeah. uh, lots of pasticcini uh, so pastries, yes yeah. mm-hmm. mini pastries of course yes i don't know why uh, during this podcast uh, all the words <laughs> that i know don't come up i'm i'm too excited um, and of course a uh, lot of panettone and pandoro so the, those are the desserts in general Well, Paolo eats
0: panettone for breakfast
2: in the lead up to
0: Christmas. (laughs) No, it's just... Is this common? I don't
1: think it's common, Uh, no.
2: Well, uh, actually, (laughs) not panettone, but pandoro. I used to have pandoro for uh, merenda, so the snack in the afternoon with Nutella. Oh, Oh.
1: yeah, for sure.
2: So it's uh, butter and Nutella. Uh, Of course, I wasn't worried about sedulitis back in the day. I should have... (laughs) Uh, yeah so it's not is not uncommon to to either have a snack or a breakfast with those yeah
1: also because you have a lot of them um i don't know about you but Around Christmas time, this is the, the, the Christmas favor, uh, that you receive from everyone. Like your, your, your work, your, your boss will give you a panettone and a bottle of spumante of champagne. And then maybe your friends, the supermarket, because you spend more than 20 euros, maybe they'll give you a panettone, uh, yeah. and a calendar, um, <laughs> all those things, right? You get them all the time. And then some are better than others, but uh, anyway, you, um, you have a lot of them kicking around and, uh, you only really want to have them around the Christmas period. You don't have them past January for sure so you want to eat them up Um, right
2: yeah but there is something else that happens you always open a fresh pandora or a fresh panettone so you have all of these boxes with these leftovers pandora and panettone so you have to eat them somehow and that's (laughs) when you have them in between the festivity days uh, as your dessert with your family. So you have your uh, normal pasta with tomato. And then as a dessert, the leftover panettone from two days before when you had a lot of family coming for games and stuff. So that's something else that happens, the leftover panettone, because you always open a fresh one. Never give something already opened.
1: Yeah, to your guests for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. Wasn't
0: there something you were going to do, like a um, French toast with panettone?
1: Oh yeah, you can do all sorts of preparations with panettone. You can, you know, French toast.
2: Uh, I know the, the the savory panettone, but I don't know if it is the same you're talking about.
1: No, it's it's something else. It's um, uh, I think it's a, well, it's, it's a French tradition. That's why it's called like that. Of um, dipping bread into a batter. Um, right. That usually there's milk and eggs in it, and vanilla, and grill it on both sides. And this is ugh, delicious. And you use... Oh, my God.
2: starving now. <laughs> yes. kind
1: of, yeah. <laughs> you use brioche bread or even just a very thick white bread. But you can make it even more decadent if you have panettone or pandoro. Wow. So we want to try that. You can also make, and we're going to do it this year, uh, a panettone trifle to try to combine the British and the Italian.
0: Yeah, I found a, a BBC recipe for panettone trifle. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing.
1: Zuppa inglese with Ma. uh yes, um with um uh, the custard is actually mascarpone cream, which I also uh love on panettones, and do you yes. make mascarpone cream
2: yes, we sometimes now you're uh making me remember stuff that I just didn't remember until this moment um some people used to you know cut the panettone or pandoro in uh, horizontal slices and then put layers in between with mascarpone cream or sort of custard uh, whatever really a uh, lot of fillings uh, and one of them is the mascarpone that's, that's so delicious I would eat ma- I eat mascarpone from the from the thing uh, with yeah. no condiments I just love mascarpone
1: yeah, definitely we make this mascarpone cream is something very traditional in my family it was actually my dad's mom my, my grandma on, on that side who introduced it to the family um, but what you described is the uh, panettone farcito or the pandoro yes. farcito where you do layers of of that but also there's maybe of um, like nutella or a, a chocolate can yeah. you make
0: that for me this year
1: yeah we can definitely <laughs> do that um but there's also one other variation to just go uh, uh, over all of them um i think that's all um which is the panettone gastronomico which Exacto. is there you go which is i the,
0: love it <laughs> is this the savory one that's yes. right.
1: Exactly. The savory one. Um which starts off from um uh, a, a panettone which is not sweet, not very sweet at the very least, is designed specifically for this purpose. And it doesn't have the, um, the candied the orange peel, uh or I don't know if it has okay. raisins, maybe it does. And um without canditi, mm. obviously. And then you uh you would put layers of uh, you know, sandwich meat and uh cheese and other things. And then you slice it and, and eat it. That's uh, another way of eating a lot of carbs. Awesome.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I think we got to the end of the day. I don't know about you, but I'm really tired.
0: <laughs> well, I just wanted to know actually what Miriam's doing for COVID Christmas. this year. Yeah.
2: Um so I think we are meeting with our uh, little family bubble. Um, we're going to have something uh, very simple between us, uh, uh, my husband and my sisters-in-law uh, and their husbands. Um, yeah, so what we normally do here for Christmas uh, for a couple of years now, it's, don't judge me, but <laughs> we do buy... They already prepared stuffed turkey or uh, similar. And it's so convenient because it's a completely stress-free day. You just put the stuff in the oven and they're normally delicious. Um, So we normally just prepare the veggies and we do some sides. Mm-hmm. So I normally do cauliflower with uh, bechamel and cheese uh, in the oven. So it's something that my sister-in-law, the little one, just loves. So oh, yeah. I always uh, make it uh for for her especially um yeah so but we do this so it's gonna be simple christmas and and then um with my sisters-in-law we have this tradition to to watch uh, all of the harry potter's movies Oh, nice! (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen harry
0: potter no (laughs) i've never read it never seen it nothing i know i'm really lacking
2: it's a generational thing i think because uh, when i I was 11 years old. I read the first Harry Potter. I grew up with Harry, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, uh, same so, age, same. <laughs> so that's why. Uh, but I really recommend it. So that's that's going to be... And, that, and we also have some other uh, traditional films that we watch together. But it's going to be... Um, you know, family one (laughs) nothing crazy, not Ombola for sure unless I organize some Zoom calls with my crazy family and I'm sure I can do something Yes, uh, with my dad especially shouting numbers and singing along uh, (laughs)
1: waiting for number one
2: (laughs) waiting for number one (laughs) I'm gonna share with them that's a generational
1: thing too because your dad is clearly younger than my dad (laughs) my dad wouldn't know who you two are
2: (laughs) my dad uh, knew you too because uh, it's been uh, one of my mine and my brother my elder brother especially uh, favorite band so when we were teenagers uh, right uh, so my dad uh, knew the songs uh, and every time that starts uh, but, i mean uh, my dad finds a, an event or a, a date, uh, like an historic uh, event, to connect to all the numbers. So Amazing. if you haven't studied, you 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 <laughs> cannot uh, put the numbers right. You cannot win.
1: <laughs> awesome! It's just trivia and yeah, it's bingo. Like
2: trivia and yes! bingo. That's such a
0: good idea. That's
2: Tringle. a new thing. Tringo. <laughs> <Tringle. laughs> we also have a, lo- a lot of other games, but this is definitely my favorite because uh, it engages everyone uh, for all ages. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, our Christmas this year is g- going to be just the two of us, but we're doing Christmas Plus because we don't usually do stockings for each other. But this year we've gone... I've done a very lavish stocking for you. I hope you've done a lavish one for me. Um, so yeah. we'll open that... On Christmas morning, and then uh, present opening, and then we're planning on doing a twelfth night thing as well. Um, you call it Epiphany, and we'll we'll do like another feast that night, and then uh, and then the next day take the tree down. So just like really kind of extended the season and and put in as many feasts as possible because <laughs> that's what I like about Christmas. As everyone does. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah
1: yeah definitely a lot of cooking yeah for sure for sure
0: very Paolo heavy cooking (laughs) so
1: thank you very much uh miriam it's a pleasure talking with you and yeah likewise (laughs) time with you tonight uh that's great uh lovely stories yeah I, i can i can picture your family and uh I, yeah, I know more about you now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've discovered some things also from uh, from my wife's side because, uh, yeah, I didn't know they didn't necessarily enjoy all the presents.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I will deny that with my last breath, honey. <laughs>
1: Such good actors. It's just incredible. Incred- Hollywood really is nothing. No, she goes Saskatchewan.
0: Canada doesn't get enough credit for our acting ability. <laughs>
1: All right. For all those of you listening, Merry Christmas, uh, best of everything, and uh, I'll hear you soon in the new year. Bye. 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 We're on Christmas Day now. No,
0: I haven't done my oh, Christmas I'm Eve. Oh, sorry.
1: Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what about you, Candice? <laughs> You, we're gonna cut right. this
2: part aren't we we're gonna edit this bit it's gonna
1: be heavily edited <laughs>
0: well, so yeah our Christmas Eve um,
1: precisely I think baby Jesus brings you a present but not personally it just happens to be around
2: okay <laughs> edit that out because I think it's so funny that baby Jesus so many inconsistency presents. here <laughs> I, it's, I would call your mom Paolo It's
1: the, the metaphor is like
2: <laughs> um, oh i don't i don't come up with the word now bottino how do you say bottino in oh, english
1: your hall i guess your the, yeah with, with the, well what
2: a treasure is like, it's a sort of when you yeah. go as a, as a bandit and you just collect everything <laughs> and it's your bottino i don't know how to say that in english <laughs> uh, maybe you can put i don't know oh, <laughs> some sort of comment afterwards i'm gonna start
0: that. using that word my bottino you better get me a good <laughs> bottino this year paolo Yes.
1: Uh, what you call it? What, uh, it, it is actually very traditional. And uh, yeah, now we don't eat meat, but it's still something that I remember uh, fondly. um Excuse me. Something going on. <laughs> it's getting anyway. salivation. Anyway, uh <laughs> then. Uh, <Yeah. laughs> okay, so uh, as I was saying, start.
0: Sweet. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye bye. All right Miriam we did it uh now My
2: god I don't know was he supposed to be this long or is No